Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder 3. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fud Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FudJunkie2006. Well, guys, gals, ladies, gents, it looks like the Tyson Fury versus AJ fight is going to be officially called off. At least for now. It appears the arbitration case was an issue. It actually looks like the people behind the scenes... Knew that it was always going to be an issue. Because Top Rank has secured the July 24th pay-per-view date for Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. For, you guessed it, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder 3. Bob Arum himself said, and I quote, We're not paying Wilder to step aside. It's better to get rid of them. We can make Fury versus AJ for November or December. You gotta be shitting me. Like this fight fell apart way too fast. They already had a pay-per-view date secured. And in fact, uh, somebody on the socials had said that, uh, I think it was Bruce Trampler of Top Rank, had mentioned that Tyson Fury had a July pay-per-view fight way before this AJ fight was even scheduled and negotiating and all this stuff was finalized. And so they possibly knew this arbitration case with Wilder was not going to go their way and that they were going to end up having to fight him. Whether they just had that as a reserve, hey, in case this happens... But this pay-per-view date was scheduled, it's secured, it's got the venue already, and it looks to me like this is the route they're going to go. Ugh, ugh, ugh. I know there's a lot of Deontay Wilder fanboys out there that were celebrating this, but like I said in the in the uh, video I did yesterday about the possibility of the fight being off, if you guys haven't listened to that, Icon Upper Right Corner, Click it, it'll link back to the video I did yesterday about the fight being possibly off at that point. That was like six, seven, eight hours ago, and now it looks like it's totally going to be off. Was Deontay Wilder isn't the, the most beloved person in the world, especially after the way he acted after his first loss. So if he is the reason that this unification match doesn't take place on August 24th in Saudi Arabia... Man, I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of people hating on your boy. So Deontay Wilder fans, be prepared for it. Because they were already dogging on him for all the smack that he talked after the fight, saying he didn't have excuses. And then there's like memes out there with like 450 different excuses that he actually said the reason why he lost the fight. I won't go into them all. 
I mean, some of them are absolutely hilarious, but they're out there. You can find them. So I don't think he's going to be a fan favorite going into the third fight with Fury. Of course, there's going to be a lot of people that think the same thing that I said in the previous video. Fury is the better fighter. He beat him in the first fight, even though it was officially a draw. He beat him in the second fight. It wasn't even close. And they're going to expect him to beat him in the third fight. So what does AJ do in, in the meantime? Well, here's Eddie Hearn himself today talking about all of this chaos that he started, his phone started blowing up late last night and he was like, what is going on? So here's Eddie Hearn and what he expects is going to happen going forward. Well, I just got home, nice bit of dinner, um, put the kids to bed, just settled down nice, you know, just chilled Monday night. And then the phone started blowing up. Have you heard this? Have you heard this? And sometimes you hear speculation. Then Bob Aaron calls me, then you know, all hell breaks loose and, you know, um, wanted obviously to speak to them, see the situation and, and see firstly what could be done, what was real, what wasn't real, where we stand. And yeah, it was a shock to the system. You know, this, this uh, negotiation has been going on for three or four months now. And, you know, we were always assured that this wouldn't be a problem. It was a very strange decision from the arbitrator, to say the least. Um, but that's their business. That's their responsibility. And we can see, have to see now where they go with it. Just really with Bob Arum last night, you know, I think he was in complete and utter shock. I mean, I've never, never really heard him speechless, but he's been very bullish throughout this whole process that, you know, I know it's their business and we don't know too much about the contracts in the case, but this wouldn't be a problem. This wouldn't stand in the way of an Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury fight. And that's quite frustrating because like I said, we've been working tirelessly to get this over the line. So. He was, uh, you know, almost shell-shocked, I think. And then once he'd calmed down and um, done what he had to do, I think the, the, the move then was to speak to the other side and see if there's a resolution. Again, we can't control that. We can't be involved with that process. But as far as I understand it, Tyson Fury wants to fight Anthony Joshua. We have a deal to, to do so, August the 14th in Saudi Arabia. Spoke to our partners in Saudi Arabia. They weren't best pleased either. And I think the conversations are ongoing. But, you know, from our point of view, uh, we have to just get our side in order, make sure we have our own plans, and hopefully they can resolve the issue and we can move forward with the August 14th fight. But over to them. Because, like I said, you know, we've, we've grafted away for four or five months to make this happen. We've got a fantastic deal in place for both fighters, uh, for a legacy fight, for a huge amount of money. The undisputed world championship is what both guys wanted. So I, I hope... You know, hope, but hopeful, you know, I don't know. As I said, everything that we were told from the get-go is this, this arbitration issue wouldn't be a problem. Obviously, it is a problem now, and we have to think on our feet. We have to act accordingly, but we still hope the fight can go ahead. But really, that's completely out of our hands. It was okay. I mean, he's, <laughs> I guess he's been up and down during this process like we all have. And, you know, the positivity from Team Fury this week and the acceptance by everybody that we have a deal was great for everyone. Everyone had started pretty much full training camp. Um, AJ's been there a little bit. He's seen it. He's had disappointment. I mean, you look back to the Jarrell Miller fight, you know, with that falling through three weeks before, with the Pulev fight, the first one falling through probably 10 days before. And he just said to me, listen, just go and do your work. He said, you, you're the man to take care of it. Over to you. I'll be in the gym. Let me know. 
And that was nice, you know, it was nice to give that kind of responsibility. It got to about, I don't know, 11.30 last night, and I just thought, do you know what, the phone's going off. I had a very nice sleep. I spoke to AJ this morning, and we go to work. Again, it's just another day, another day of ups and downs. This is called the boxing business. Um, like I said, it can give you the highest highs, it can kick you right in the, in the nuts on other occasions. But we're here, we're breathing, he's still the champion. We know what we want to do. We want to win the Undisputed Championship, we want to fight Tyson Fury. But really, if his hands are tied, we have to look elsewhere. I, I have been focusing on Plan A. The only fight that we had our mind on was Tyson Fury. And we hope that that fight can still take place on August 14th. The game changed last night where we have to have a plan B in place and probably a plan C as well. And we have a couple of different options. Of course, the one that, that springs to mind immediately is the WBO mandatory of Alexander Usyk. Um, you know, they've been quite patient and I think really we're in a situation now where if Team Fury don't get their, themselves together, get their act together by the end of this week, we will have no option but to look for an alternative fight. AJ wants to fight this summer. Um, Alexander Usyk is the mandatory. We have two or three other options as well, but it would be in an ideal world if the right deal could be done to maintain those belts and to keep the, the Fury fight alive for probably December, but for the undisputed as well. So I had a very good co conversation this morning with Alex Krasuk. You know, he's a, he's a partner of ours. We've worked very well on Alexander Usyk. And I just sort of said to him, I'm just very honest. You know, I said, look, Team Fury are trying to resolve the issue. If they don't, there's a very good chance we could be fighting you. So if we're all sensible, let's move forward. Let's try and look at the options to get that locked in. Um, again, you know, we're in a situation where we just don't know how likely it is to get a full venue for, for August, you know, in the UK. Um, that was one of the reasons that it was ruled out for, for the Fury fight is we couldn't get the, the confirmation from Wembley and other venues that they would be allowed full capacity. But we move forward with that and you know, we continue those talks with Alex Krasuk this week. And like I said, plan B and plan C still now comes into effect, but we hope plan A is, you know, evolves and, and can come into fruition. You know, we can't wait around. We have a deal in place with Tyson Fury. We provided an unbelievable opportunity to him you know, we were told by his team, Bob Arum, that you know, the arbitration wouldn't be an issue, we could move forward with this fight. They were wrong, and that's on them, that's their responsibility, that's now their problem. We hope they can solve that problem, um, but we have to look after ourselves, we have to look after Anthony Joshua, we have to maintain the position of unified world champion, and those talks will continue, and we want to be in a position by the end of this week to know, are we fighting Tyson Fury, or are we moving forward with another option? So. Um, exciting, disappointing, um, boxing, but let's see. Let's see if uh, Team Fury can pull something positive out of the bag for their fighter. I think he'll be disappointed. I think he was told that you know he could move forward with an AJ fight. Everyone's happy, and you know we have to see what today brings. But for us, business as usual, move forward for the career of Anthony Joshua, make the right moves and keep breathing. So there you have it. Hearn even said Bob Aaron assured him arbitration wouldn't be a problem. Well, it is. And so now AJ is looking at Usyk. That makes sense because Usyk is the WBO mandatory. So as far as Hearn and AJ go, well, I mean, you don't want to lose the WBO belt. 
Usyk's been sitting there waiting. You probably are going to have to fight him. That presents a problem in itself. There's no guarantee AJ beats Usyk. And I bet you going into that fight, there's going to be a lot of people who think Usyk has a shot at an upset. Listen, everything has to go perfect between these new fights for these two to eventually meet up in the future. I don't believe this November, December stuff. I mean, I just don't. I really don't even think that's even logical. I think if we see these two match up, it's probably going to be in 2022, hopefully early 2022. But obviously, like Hearn said, the Saudi investors are pissed off. Everybody's mad now. They're going to be pissed off at Wilder. Assuming AJ beats Usyk, heaven forbid, if he doesn't beat Usyk, there has to be a rematch clause there, and then that fight's done, right? If AJ loses to Usyk and a rematch clause takes place, then you're not going to see Fury versus AJ. And not only that, but the luster's kind of gone, right? Or if Fury lost, heaven forbid, he loses to Wilder. Then I don't think you're going to see Fury versus AJ. You've lost some of the luster there. Like, this is boxing. I don't want to hear any of this jazz about, oh, we're going to do X, Y, Z, and after that, we're going to do A, B, C, because that is not how boxing works. It always gets messed up, and this is why there were a lot of upset people here. Listen, I said it in the previous uh, podcast video. If Wilder wants to be in the mix, fine, but don't stop this fight, and apparently that's too much to ask. And so we have to sit through Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 3. And then we have to sit through AJ versus Usyk. And listen, those aren't bad fights in and of themselves. I'm just saying they shouldn't hold up or potentially delay indefinitely a unification fight between Tyson Fury and AJ. And the other thing that makes me suspicious about all this with the pay-per-view day, it's July 24th at this stadium in Las Vegas, everything seems to be already set up, was Usyk was supposed to fight Joe Joyce. That fight was never made. So it seems like behind the scenes, people knew this arbitration case was already an issue, and Usyk was on standby for AJ. Now, I don't think they're going to come right out and tell the public, yeah, you guys got swindled. Like, we knew there was a 82.5% chance that this fight would never take place. So Bob Arum had his backup plan, and we had our backup plan, because it makes the public, us, look like total idiots over here. Apparently, we're the only ones upset. If you look at it, Bob Arum don't give a shit. He's already got his plan B, or maybe plan A, set up. Eddie Hearn, you heard it in his own words, AJ's like, whatever i'm in the gym he's on the phone to Usyk. like hey get ready because you're up i mean nobody but the fans seem to be upset it really seems like everybody behind the scenes whether they knew outright 100 percent that this fight was never going to take place or they had a high probability that this fight was never going to take place they don't seem too concerned and it seems like everybody has their ducks already lined up in a row ready to go with what i'll call plan b even though i'm suspicious about even calling that a plan b maybe we'll call it plan a wink wink uh they had everything lined up and ready to go and everybody is just going to go right 
right to plan B, right through the motions. It's going to be Wilder Tyson, Fury 3, and it's going to be AJ versus Usyk. Listen, I played you the clip yesterday of uh, Doughboy saying this fight was never going to take place. They were never going to pay Deontay Wilder to step aside money that he was going to want. And the birds that be that are out chirping are saying that the step aside money that Wilder's wanting was a ridiculous amount. We're not talking, you know, 20 or 25 million dollars. I can't confirm that, but that's just what we heard. And listen, Aram, he's come out with his own statement saying that's not going to happen and that they're going to fight Wilder. So apparently everything has just switched from a huge unification match in Saudi Arabia, 75 million dollars a piece. To we're fighting different opponents in different locations and different networks. And, I mean, this just, it, listen, there's no guarantee this fight ever takes place. Anybody that tells you that is lying to you. Look how long it took for Floyd and Manny to fight each other. Two of the top guys in the division, a long-anticipated showdown. Everybody and their brother was foaming at the mouth to see them. And years went by. And when we finally got it, They were a little bit long in the tooth. We didn't get it when we wanted to get it. It only takes one hiccup between these four fighters now that we're talking about. One hiccup in any of the two matches for the unification match to go out the window. And heaven forbid if one of these other fighters upsets Fury or AJ. And then you're talking about potential rematches. And even if they don't, even if they want to unify... Then you've got all the negotiation stuff again. Are you kidding me? Do you guys not remember all of that Wilder AJ bullshit that went on for how long? Trying to make that match when Wilder was the big dog over here in the U.S. Claiming that nobody could beat him in the power right hand and undefeated and knocked everybody out. And you couldn't get the fight made. So... I'm sorry if I'm a little pessimistic here that this fight is ever going to come off. I hope it does. I had hoped that this fight wouldn't be canceled specifically because of all these issues that happen in boxing. And when you're dealing with so many different people and different venues and different cuts and pay-per-views and all of these other, you know, hands out here and hands out there and investors and Uh, Even like Eddie had mentioned with Usyk, well, yeah, the venue in the UK, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get it for Tyson Fury. That's why we went to Saudi Arabia. Well, apparently that's just going to solve itself and they're going to find a venue really quickly for Usyk. So all of these things that can be legitimate or not become potential barriers to making this fight if this fight doesn't take place on the scheduled date, August 24th. And at this point in time, It doesn't look like it. It looks like we're getting freaking Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder 3 and AJ versus Usyk. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.